0: Welcome to the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and I suffered from misophonia for more than 20 years before finally eliminating it through unconscious reprogramming, using modalities like neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, rapid resolution therapy, and more. The goal of this podcast is sharing how unconscious reprogramming can help you lessen trigger sounds, alleviate suffering, and create More joy in your life. You deserve to do the things you love with the people you love uninterrupted. Well, hello, welcome to another episode. Today we're going to dive into something that I actually shared on my Instagram stories. Uh, By the time this podcast episode comes out, it'll probably be like a couple weeks ago. We are going to talk about how a heightened awareness of your trigger sounds can actually be a really good thing. Now, you're probably thinking, Brooklyn, that's being ridiculous. There's no way that me being more aware of my trigger sounds is going to help me in any way, but let's see if I can shift your perspective on that as we dive into talking about this awareness. So, for example, I was meeting with a one-on-one client and they were starting to... Experience some of their trigger sounds and recognize, like, oh, I'm aware of this thing, but I'm not triggered by it. I'm okay. I'm good to go. And then they said to me, they're like, wow, I'm like excited about the progress I'm making. I would love, though, to just get to a point where I'm just not even aware of these sounds. And so I shared with them, I said, you know, that awareness can actually be a really good thing because when we become aware of a pattern or a program or whatever that isn't useful. That then gives us the spark we need to do something about it. So, for example, let's say that I want to stop biting my lips. This is a real habit that I have that I'm working to rewire. Let's say that I, I want to stop biting my lips. Well, if every time I consciously notice that I'm biting my lips, if I start going, like if I start beating myself up and I'm like, oh, like, damn it, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Like, why am I always biting my lips? I suck. I'm horrible whatever else, right? Unconscious mind is going to get that message of like, oh, they do not want to know about this. Okay. I will no longer send that awareness. And so what happens is you, be, you, you lose that awareness of the fact that you're biting your lips, but you better believe I'm still going to be biting my lips. It, just because I'm not aware of it doesn't make it go away. So with trigger sounds, for example, you might be saying, well, Brooklyn, if, I, if I'm just not aware of these sounds, then I'm not going to be bothered by them. No, not exactly the case because the thing is, if you're experiencing misophonia, you're going to have that reaction either way, whether you're consciously aware of the process that's actually taking place or you're just experiencing the emotion. So what's happening when you're having that reaction of anger, disgust, fear, whatever it is, your unconscious mind, for whatever reason, we don't have to get into the why, but for whatever reason, your mind is perceiving that sound as a threat. And so it's creating that emotion in you to get you to eliminate the threat or get away from it. So it might create disgust to get you to plug your ears. It might create fear to get you to run out of the room. And so When we can recognize that in the moment and be like, oh, my mind is processing this thing in this way, that then gives us an opportunity to be like, okay, how can I shift this? So for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to try hypnosis. I'm going to try meditation and NLP and EFT and RRT. I'm going to try these things because now that I'm aware of why this is like why I'm feeling this way, it's because the way my mind is processing the sound. Okay, now I can do something about it. Whereas what we typically experience, right, is we're like, oh, like, why am I annoyed by this? Like, I'm so frustrated. This sucks. Like, why do I have to be like this? Or the other end of it, it's like, does this person not realize how rude they are, how annoying they are? Like, can they just stop making this sound? I can really tap into this rage because even though I don't experience it, I can recall (laughs) how I felt in those moments before I got to the place that I'm in now. And so if we continue to lean into that, right? We are losing that awareness of why we're having that reaction. But even though we've lost that awareness of why we're having the reaction, we're still going to experience the reaction. It's just now we're, you know, letting that ability of, oh, I'm going to do something about it kind of slide on by. So again, with the biting lips example, if I'm like, screw this, like I don't want to be aware of it every time I bite my lips, well, great, okay, I may not be aware of the fact that I'm biting my lips, but it's still happening. I haven't gotten to the root of why is it that I'm biting my lips? Maybe it's because I'm anxious, maybe it's because I'm bored, who knows? But instead of actually getting getting into the nitty-gritty details of why am I biting my lips, I'm just saying, screw it, like... I don't, wanna, I don't even want to know about it. And so I'm going to continue to bite my lips and I miss that opportunity to actually shift the reason for, to one, understand the reason why I'm biting my lips and two, then be able to do something about it or shift it at the root level so then that habit no longer exists. And so again, when we have that awareness, we can start to create this bridge between the unconscious and the conscious mind so we can get them on the same page. When we have that awareness, it's opening up this bridge. So for example, if you are working toward eliminating your misophonia, last week, a couple weeks by the time this podcast comes out, I was with my fiance at a restaurant and I heard this older gentleman clear his throat. Now throat clearing for me, it was the last like sticky sound that I struggled, not struggled, but it took more effort to get to a place where it didn't bother me. And so I'm in the place now where I still have that heightened awareness of it but it's not triggering me. So for example, that's why I would say my misophonia is at like a 0.5 out of five. It doesn't interrupt my everyday life, but I recognize that I'm still in the process of cleaning up those last few programs and and pathways, right? So we're at this restaurant. I hear this guy clear his throat. I have a heightened awareness of it. Like I'm never going to miss a throat clearing. All right. Promise you that. The stage I'm in now, I will never miss someone clearing their throat. But when I have that awareness, I then realize like, oh, I'm not bothered. I'm fine. There's no danger. Like, isn't that interesting how I used to be so, like, we'd have to leave the restaurant and now like, yeah, I notice it, but I can still sit here. And so when I say having a heightened awareness can actually be beneficial and you're like, that's being ridiculous. You don't know what you're talking about. That's the reaction I would have had if I heard someone saying this a couple months ago. That heightened awareness is continuing to give you the opportunity to rewire that programming and to make it stick so it becomes the new normal. And then once it becomes the new normal and you've installed it, then that heightened awareness starts to dissolve because your mind no longer needs the message of, oh, we're good, we're fine. That reprogramming, it just is. It's what you're living in. So whistling, I've talked about this before, was the first trigger sound for me that I was able to eliminate, which was amazing because it was also my biggest trigger sound. So when I got to a place where I was no longer feeling immediate anger and just frustration over whistling, after that, I did have a heightened awareness of it. I, like, I feel like I noticed whistling more than I ever did before. And each time I was like, oh, wow. I'm okay. I'm fine. I don't need to put in earbuds. I don't need to ask them to stop. I don't need to plug my ears. I'm good to go. And now, where I'm at in my life, I hardly notice whistling at all. I'm not having that dialogue of, oh, I'm good to go. It's just something that I'm not even picking up, or I hear it, my attention's on it for half a second, and then I don't even notice it. So, my fiance, for example, I'm in that restaurant, I hear that throat clearing. If I then like, you know, after I hear the throat clearing, if I'm like, oh, wow, that guy just cleared his throat and I'm good to go, my fiance's response is probably going to be something like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Because for him, it was never a program that he had to rewire. That throat clearing never bothered him in the first place like it did me. So he didn't have to develop this heightened awareness for that then to dissolve again, because it was never something that needed to be brought to his awareness. Because it was never something that bothered him. He doesn't have misophonia. He's never experienced it. But for us who have had it or have it, those things are going to be brought to your awareness because it is something that we're in the process of rewiring. Or it's giving you that signal of, hey, this thing is bothering you so that you can start that journey of, okay, I understand why I'm feeling this way because my mind is processing this sound. Great. How can I shift it? How can I change it? And so that heightened awareness, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're then going to be triggered even more than before because you're going to do the rewiring and the reprogramming first. That thing will be called to your attention and then you're like, okay, great, I'm going to start this process. That's when that heightened awareness starts to kick in because your mind's like, oh, cool, let's identify these situations. Let's get this programming to really stick, to really become what you are running with. It's like second nature. And so that heightened awareness, it's actually a sign. It may seem like, I just wish I weren't aware of these things. That heightened awareness can actually be a sign that you are making progress because now your mind is going to pick it out more and more and more. It's kind of like when you buy a new car, let's say you get like a yellow Camaro or something, and now that you have a yellow Camaro, you are going to notice Camaros and yellow cars everywhere. You didn't notice them before, but now because you have one, your reticular activating system, your RAS, that system is now going to focus on all those yellow cars and all those Camaros because your attention is turned toward it because you're now driving a Camaro and a yellow car. So the same thing, because you're actively working on those trigger sounds, of course you're going to notice them more as you continue to develop those programs, But you might also notice the more you drive that Camaro, the more you drive that yellow car, you stop picking out all the Camaros. You stop picking out all the yellow cars because it's become your new normal. You may not even know what life was like before driving a yellow Camaro. It just is what it is. Same thing with the sounds, like for me, right? Whistling. I had a heightened awareness of it. Then that program of, oh, I'm fine. This doesn't bother me. That became my new normal. And now I don't really notice it. So that heightened awareness can be a sign of, oh, you're making progress and your mind's going to bring this up because it's going to normalize it. Our unconscious minds are not always a fan of things that are unfamiliar because our unconscious minds are wired for survival. And so when you're up against something that seems scary or unknown or unfamiliar, your mind is like, uh, what's going on here? And so hearing a trigger sound and not being, like, like not feeling disgust or anger or fear, you might be like, well, why would my mind be afraid of that? That's an amazing thing. Well, your mind is unsure because it's unfamiliar. And if something un- is unfamiliar, it's going to send a signal of like, oh, we need to do something about this. Hence why that heightened awareness is happening. And so it's giving you a chance to reassure your mind, okay, this seems unfamiliar, but it's actually a really amazing thing. Like, okay, mind, you are thinking of life without being triggered and it's scary because it's unfamiliar. Here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing me being able to go out to the movies. I'm seeing me being able to eat dinner next to my fiance, my husband, my partner, my wife, whoever. I see me being able to spend time with my grandchildren while they're playing or building something or whatever. And what you do is you begin to fill in that void. So that unconscious mind has a more accurate picture of what you're working toward. And it becomes less scary and it becomes more familiar and more exciting. So again, I'm interested to know if I've shifted your perspective a bit. But if you're working toward reprogramming the way your mind processes trigger sounds, that heightened awareness can be a part of that process and that's okay. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be triggered more than you were before. I'll be very curious to hear the feedback on this one and, and you know, hear how, what was your mind like before you listened? What is your mindset like after? How did things shift for you? Maybe you might still be in the place that you were before you listened, but it's kind of opened you up a bit. I'll be curious to see your thoughts after listening to this episode. And I will catch you in the next one. Be sure to give a rating Download the episodes that helps more people, you know, find the episodes and get the information that they need. You can also follow me over on my Instagram at Brooklyn Dish, and I will talk to you in the next episode.